Hello, my lovely. There are so many things I want to say to you, but first of all, let me just say, welcome to a Happy Mind podcast. My name is Sam, and if you're new to me and to what I do, welcome to the family. I'm an anxiety, mindset, and startup business coach, as well as being a best-selling author and award-winning anxiety coach. This podcast is my way to fill your life with enriched content, strategies, and solutions so that you can get your happy back. No longer will you be ruled by anxiety. I want you to get back into your driving seat. So without further ado, we will get into this episode. But let me just say, I am so glad that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Dealing with change is really, really hard for some of us and... To be honest, dealing with change was really hard for me. And I want to create this podcast episode to give you a slice from the book. And it starts on page 102 and really welcome and invite you to think about change in your life, how you manage change and what you can do to try and welcome that change with a positive attitude. And the first thing I want to say is I'm so excited. I haven't recorded a podcast in about two weeks because I've had speaking events. I'm fully booked with clients. I've got my course launch, which launches in a week. So it's all been so exciting, but I had to come back because so many of you love the podcast and send me DMs and inbox messages and tag me about the benefits that you get from the podcast. And I, and that's why I'm doing this because I want to be able to be with you everywhere. So this is all about change, managing change and changing how we feel about change. So this is huge for me. And to be honest, is probably why it's in the final chapter of part three. I used to always find change really difficult to accept and also to handle. I wanted everything to stay the same, be how they have always been and remain constant, just how I'd gotten used to it. When things changed, I always felt on the back foot, like I was having to respond to the change and just felt really unsettled. When I look back and reflect now, I know that this is because I experienced so much change as a young person, change that was huge, out of my control and also extremely devastating. So change for me never meant a good thing. I told you that I want to be there for you every step of the way and that this book wasn't just a book, but to become your best friend. And I think the best way to do that is to always be open and vulnerable with you, not for sympathy, but to give you empowerment and the encouragement that you can get through it too. And no situation is ever given to you without you being strong enough to overcome it. At age seven, when my parents separated and my mum moved out of our family home and I became the woman of the house, I would make my brother and I school lunches, help iron my school uniform and my dad's work shirts and generally become a helper around the house. I knew no difference. This extra responsibility for me was normal. By the time I reached my teenage years, I was very protective of my brother, although we argue just like twins do at that age. I loved him senseless and would do anything I could to protect him and make sure he was protected from the sadness and hurt I could see around us, as well as the conflict that still lived between our parents. My dad then, as you already know, died unexpectedly at age 14. This was a change I can never truly explain. And I can honestly only describe this change as brutal and sickening. My parents loved us both, but in their own unique way, as all parents do. So when our mum moved home, this was change too. And it was huge. A new family dynamic and new relationships to manage and build. When my mum then met someone new and moved away, there was more change for us, which involved people leaving and life taking another massive turn. 
along all of these hardships, there were amazing times, of course, but ultimately I'm here to be frank with you. And I cannot lie and say that things were peachy all the time because they weren't. Relationships became fractured and my early 20s were filled with insecurities and frustrations. One vivid memory I have was at my 21st birthday party when the boy had to wear blue and the girls had to wear pink, Battle of the Twins. And I remember sobbing my heart out on my friend's shoulder, crying like all of my heartache had been locked up for the past six years. That loud wailing cry you do when you just cannot, it can't be any worse. That was me in the middle of a nightclub on my 21st birthday. So it's clear to say that change has not been my friend in my early years. And it's something I went on to fear and absolutely dread, if I'm honest. I associated change with loneliness, anger, disappointment and heartache. Even a simple thing like a friendship dynamic changing or two friends meeting up without me would panic me. Am I getting forgotten? Am I going to be left behind? Do they still like me? I know you will have felt this way in one form or another. It may not be loss or death, but it may be around a traumatic event or something sudden that has sparked off a negative association to change. This is what we are here to break down for you. No more fear, no more dread, and no more insecurity. Change will no longer be your enemy, and I'm going to show you how and why. And this may be the hardest challenge so far, because it is so deep-rooted, but it may also then become the most powerful asset and tool you learn. So be open, get your big girl pants ready, and let's get going. The first thing I want you to think about is, why does change affect me? What am I afraid will happen with this change? What is the worst case scenario if change were to occur? How will I be made to feel from these changes? And what does change mean to you and your life? If you want to answer those questions in detail, it's on page 105 and 106. And of course, you can replay this podcast to take more notes. But those questions have such an impact on me now. And This may not quite flow, but it's something I know I have to share with you right now. Blame, guilt, and shame. Three words loaded with negativity and struggle. When you think about the changes you have experienced in your life that have led you to feel the way you do now, is there an element of blame, guilt, or shame attached? If I'm brutally honest with you now, I don't talk about this often, but for you, I know it's needed. I spent years blaming myself for my dad dying. I didn't go with him to Tesco's when he had his first fall two years before he died and he had stitches in hospital. I called his phone because I just knew and he answered from the ambulance. This happened again a year later and I just knew, that gut feeling, I just knew. I called my mum to explain how I felt and as I did, the police knocked on my door and I was right, he had fallen again. So my dad being unwell or in pain, I felt so much guilt for him falling and I used to think that if I was there, I could have caught him held him up I could have stopped it from happening I felt shame when my mum first left like it was our fault and we weren't good enough which I know now wasn't the case but I did feel shame I was on my own at 21 and that was a tough pill to swallow I took all of this blame guilt and shame into any situation that I was involved in and I carried it with me so if my two friends did meet up without me I was instantly It was instantly because I had done something wrong. I wasn't fun enough, liked enough. I blamed myself and I felt the same shame I felt all those years ago. Telling you this is not only empowering and comforting for you, but a huge relief for me that I can share this with you in this safe space and show you just how different life can become. So before you go any deeper into change, I want you to write a letter to your younger self. 
giving them the reassurance that you craved so badly. And this is the most important part of the, of the task and of this podcast and in the book. And um, I want to share my letter with you now, which is on a page 108. And there is space on 109 for you to write your letter. And if you don't have the book yet, of course, you can write your letter to yourself on any piece of paper, okay, or on your book. But Sam, please don't worry. You will be okay. You always are okay. There is nothing you could have done to change the situation that you were in. You were just a child. It wasn't your job to think the way you do now. It was your job to be a child, a daughter, sister and friend. Sam, you have done so well for yourself and always tried so hard to achieve what you have. And your dad will always be proud of you and love you endlessly. He loves you for everything you have achieved and the young woman you grew into. And you know he was with you every step of the way. You cannot control other people's actions and you cannot take the blame for what other people choose to do. They aren't you and you can't change that. Just keep focusing on you, hun. You are doing a great job and it's time for you to choose you for once. Focus on you and your happiness. Worry about you for a change and not everybody else and what they're doing. What is done is done. Replaying it, blaming, overthinking, changes nothing about it. It just brings you down. Let it go and focus on you. So, of course, that makes me emotional because it is a chance to speak to your younger self and give yourself the love that you need. And even just hearing it out loud and saying to myself, do you know what, you have done a really good job and you've made an amazing life for yourself. It does make me realize how, even though I dreaded change, I created such amazing things from it and I've created the life that I have now. And that is so, so important for each and every one of you. And to evoke that emotion, it's so powerful. And this is what I want you to remember. You are doing the best you can with what you have right now and that is okay. That quote is also on page 109. And it goes on to talk about other things you can do with change from 110 all the way through to 120. And I just, this episode, I was on my way home today and I was thinking about how different my life is now and how the business is amazing and I love all of my clients and I'm so excited for this course to be launching and so many of you have voted to say yes to the course which means I can tag you in all of the course content when that launches tomorrow and you've all voted in the Facebook group so many of my clients are doing amazing things and to be here now 18 months later fully booked with clients have a podcast with over 40,000 downloads now can you believe it over 40,000 downloads to have a best-selling book to be loving my life and creating content for all of you, knowing that I can empower and help all of you on your journeys to overcoming anxiety and building the businesses that you love without being scared and insecure and fearful. And also to be able to release courses that I know so many of you want, need, and are just waiting for me to bring out is just such an amazing change in my life. And now I view change, especially in my business and in my life and my mindset as an exciting prospect and an exciting way to think about how much power we have to change our lives for the better as well as for the worse. And it's really important that you start to think about how you're using your mind. And for me, the questions that I've shared with you to help you journal and also the letter to your younger self 
are really the starting point to allow you to really feel like you can break down this change, see it differently and overcome it in a way that does make you feel excited and not overwhelmed and scared. And to be honest with you, fill you with dread, which I know that feeling so well. So I really hope that me doing a little slice of reading time and an audio version of the book also helps it bring it to life for you too and gives you a way to hear it in a different way. And if you haven't bought the book yet, I will leave the link in the show notes so do not worry and if you have I would really strongly suggest you go and read over that chapter again now that you've listened to me share my story and the power and the emotion that it brings for me and also I would urge you to think about if you haven't voted for the course information which is so exciting then please do so in the Facebook group and my last thing is the reason I do this podcast is to talk to all of you and connect with you and the thing that I love most about the podcast is being able to see when you're listening, where you are, who you're with and what you're doing and know that I can be with you as your friend and your support and your coach and your guide wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing. And that literally lights me up inside. So there are going to be more slices of story time on the podcast. But for now, this is Sam's story time number one. And it's all about change. I can't wait to see you next week. I love you all so much. And I hope you have an amazing day. Love you forever. Go and read through the book, do those tasks and allow it to fill you with positivity and empowerment and just give you that oomph that you need to know that you will be okay and everything will be okay and you are so much stronger than you ever give yourself credit for thank you so much my lovely and i really hope you enjoyed this episode i cannot wait to see you next tuesday or saturday depending on which episode and what day you are listening to this for a new episode if you have really enjoyed this episode and it has resonated with you i would love and so appreciate you to review this episode and podcast on itunes as well as usual tag me on instagram and screenshot this podcast so that i can really see who you are what you're doing and where you are listening to this. I love you to bits and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Bye, my lovely.